0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know the drill by now. It's everyone's favourite time of the week. It's the time for the two filthy punts podcast. I'm Anthony Heppel, the NFL tipping god. And alongside me, as always, is now the football tipping legend, the other member of the filthy punts. It's Mr. Alex Fenn. How are you doing this week? This week, I'm a winner. And that's
1: all that matters, is that this week, we won. If you followed all our tips, we won every single
0: fucking one. And that's all that matters. <laughs> it was a huge weekend. Every single thing we bet came in. It was never in doubt, really, we were going to have a big weekend. It was always coming. I mean, both your footy bets landed. There was a bet builder. There was the handicap bet on the city game. My NFL bets came in. The Madison Anytime Touchdown, 5-2 to two in NFL London. Romeo Dubs Over came in. Uh, touchdown, but also the overs. It was what a what a weekend. I mean, what more can we say about it, really? Oh, it's brilliant. Makes up for
1: my last week, especially with Joseph Parker. See, he's forgot in his history because this week we're winners, and that's
0: all that matters. Anyone else who followed <laughs> them tips? You're welcome. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, um, right, should we should we get into it this week? Um, don't think there's much happening in the world of boxing, really. Well, let's Stop! Hey, stop! 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 Wait, before we move anywhere. Oh, Conor Ben's a little bitch. I'm just going straight out of there.
1: We're going straight for the kill. I can't believe what Conor Ben and Eddie Hearn. This whole situation is a disgrace to boxing. It's a disgrace to people that are subscribed to the zone. It's an absolute farce. I can't believe what Conor Ben's done. And just to give people clarity, he's basically been um, tested positive for a you know a PCT drug, which is usually what you have after a steroid cycle which is a, a woman's fertility prescription. It's a medication to help with that. So
0: let's define... Well, not... Wait, wait, wait. For, for, I mean, I'm a novice of, compared to you on boxing knowledge and all of the legalities around it. So so is Conor Ben trying to get pregnant to make the weight? Is that what we're saying here? Rumors have that he's fighting for the IVF title. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an absolute
1: <laughs> disgrace. And uh, I, I can't believe it. So we basically... You know, Connor Ben, he hasn't tested positive for any steroid juice. We need to make that clear. So there is no performance enhancing drugs. But the medication that he has taken, the, you know, what he's proven positive for, is something that you take to help the testosterone levels build back up after you've been in like a testosterone cycle. So after you've been in a steroid cycle, you take this medication, it helps balance the levels. There is no other purpose for this medication to take, prescribed long prescribed, unless you're a woman trying to get pregnant. But,
0: Right. Okay. So for mine, I mean, I've been trying to follow this on Twitter all night because we're recording quite late because we want to make sure this is the most up to date podcast we can be. If we'd record this tomorrow, it been miles out of date. So we're trying to keep on top of this. Now, um, I'm reading the Boxing Border Control uh, for Britain is saying he can't fight. Is that correct? We've seen a
1: couple of rumours. So we'll start with the first part of the timeline, Well, obviously it's come out, you know, we've seen it's positive. But Eddie has said, you know what, this fight's still going to go ahead. You know, Conor Ben's phoned Eubank, he's happy, they're all really happy the fight's going to go ahead. which obviously raised a few eyebrows, because everyone's like, well, how can this fight be sanctioned? If he's tested positive for drugs, and Chris Eubank is having to drop um, so much weight, and obviously, it's got a hydration clause in place. Yeah. So an hour later, the British bo- uh, British Boxing Board of Control have done the right thing. They've said, no, we're not sanctioning this fight. It needs to be postponed. It needs to be cancelled. Brilliant. So that's it. We heard it. It's all done. Then Conor Ben comes out, does a bit of a speech. We then hear Eddie Earn, who wants to challenge it, send his Eagle team in to try and get it overturned. You're not going to get this fight overturned from the British Boxing Board of Control. They're doing the right thing and not sanctioning this fight. You then hear Chris Eubank Jr. has a spoke to Conor Ben. He doesn't want this fight to go ahead if he's proven guilty and he's tested positive. And now the latest, and the latest, I don't know if you've seen, Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Commission, Commission <laughs> could potentially sanction this fight because they don't see the drug that's been used as a EPD. They think it's fine, you know, something that's going to enhance the performance drugs. Absolutely fine. And it's just
0: a fucking farce out of all. It,
1: I mean, the hate
0: because uh, uh, I, I i've been following all the main boxing guys like mike coppinger and michael benson and people like that. mike coppinger fe- tweeted earlier on that they did this for the david Hay Derek chisora fight in 2012 where they got the luxembourg boxing commission to sanction it because the british one wouldn't but but that's slightly different and i'll tell you the reasons why don't
1: forget the british boxing board of control suspended suspended chisora and haye because of their uh, role in public, do you remember? Ah, uh, okay. Bro- so this was nothing. there's yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing to do yeah. with that. Okay, okay. So, so no, we're not raising eyebrows because one of them cheated. We're raising eyebrows. Well, sorry, at the time, no one raised an eyebrow because no one cheated. They just acted inappropriately at a press conference. Um, I believe someone threw a glass and over banged back, or David Hay banged him. <laughs> and yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. So remember. it wasn't because of drugs. It's not because. But this, this is to get around cheating. Like we know, we all know, Conor Benz now a cheat. Which is a disgrace. His reputation's ruined. His image is damaged. And if Eddie Hearn is really gonna pull this off this way, then he's a fucking prick as well.
0: Okay, so okay, so worst case scenario. Right. What well, this is worst case scenario. Eddie Hearn gets it on through the Luxembourg loophole that he's found. What happens if Eubank suffers some major brain damage and they knew right. he'd been using performance enhancement? Let's talk about a few options here. Let's just talk about what happens at the results at the end of the fight.
1: Because now Conor Ben is a villain. And Chris Eubank, who everyone hates, not becoming a public hero. How has this happened?
0: 60% point! 60% get your <laughs> KF3!
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's just go. So if Chris Eubank wins, Conor career career's over. He's just, <laughs> not only has he been proven that he's a cheat, but he's been beaten. Imagine if he gets stopped, let alone just beaten on points. Then Chris Eubank Jr., his uh, profile's going to rock it. And Conor Ben's just going to sink back into the background. You know, it's a massive pay-per-view loss for Eddie Byrne. It's massive. Um, obviously, a draw. You get a second fight. is probably going to be even more loud. He's cheap. You can see all the media, the name calling, everything like that. Or, of course, if Conor Ben wins, who cares? Because he's yeah. great. And I really yeah. think he's going to his in Everyone's going to... He won't get booed because he's from Greenwich. And the O2 is obviously... I think it's in Greenwich itself. It's not very... Yeah, private. it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so he's a homeboy. He's not going to get booed. Most people there are there to see Conor Ben, but the majority of the public people on the internet now, I will turn their back against Conor Ben. It's already done. We've already seen it. The influence set
0: up. And Eddie Hearn. Should we talk about Eddie Hearn and the zone? Well, well, before we go to that, I'm just, I'm just following Twitter right now. Frank Warren, <laughs> of course he's got he's, <laughs> he's just been on TalkSport saying, yeah, um, saying would he cancel the fight if this happened? He says, yep, yeah, I would. If something went drastically wrong, What are you going to do about it? Where'd you go with that? God forbid anything went wrong. How would you justify it? And you imagine if something went wrong, like the the British Board of Boxing Control didn't sanction it. And now someone's got brain damage or is seriously injured for life. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously Frank Warren's got involved, never expected anything else.
1: And Eubank Senior, who was going to be the idiot of the week. now looks like the odd wise man at the beginning of this week. (laughs) So the fight should
0: go ahead. He does, he does. Yeah. <laughs> the genius that is Chris Eubank. <laughs> right. Okay. Eddie Hearn. Eddie, is Eddie Hearn got a career now? So, what so is it? Can we just talk about? So we just talk about why Eddie Hearn
1: has to do this. So, as you know, the zone obviously is Eddie Hearn and he, he's boys in the back that put a lot of money into the zone. It's a subscription, monthly subscription, and they've just started to do pay per views. Okay. So they need to make as much money as they can. The income needs to come in. But if we just talk, so the good thing, let's just talk about the pros quickly. So obviously he's got Canelo Alvarez. He's one of the biggest sellers in the world. He knows worldwide he's really good and he's trying to build a British market. And he's had a few pay-per-view fights. He's obviously got AJ on that 5 fight deal. He's now recently, we'll just talk recent weeks. So AJ's lost to Usyk. So he's stock, even though he could still sell out arenas. We know that people will still do pay-per-view buys. But his stock is slightly taken the cut because he lost to Usyk. You had the Leewood fight that was on the zone. Obviously, Leewood had to pull out of injury. He's meant to fight
0: yeah. Lara. He's now got another rescheduled fight against a different opponent. So that's a bit of fast itself. And I and, and I, I don't think up. that I don't think that Leawood fight will be in the UK. I think that no, it, no, no Las no. Vegas. I think it'll be Vegas, and we, we'll yeah. have to talk about that closer to the time how we're going to get me to Vegas and get me back in one yeah. piece. But, but anyway, that's, it's a different matter.
1: But the British public for a Leewood fight, the millions are not going to stay up to three, four in the morning.
0: Yeah. I, no, I, no, you're talking. I, I you're talking, talking that, you're uh, talking 10, 15,000 forest times max for Lee Wood. Absolutely yeah. max. Yep. Yeah. So then you needed, and we said it on the podcast in the first week. you said, Nate, Eddie Earn,
1: he needs Chris Eubank versus Ben. Because if that pulls off, you've lost three pay per view events that you cannot get back before this year. And that's included, obviously, if Fury AJ does go ahead. So what does he do? Like, he has no choice. Anthony
0: Joshua is going to have to fight this half of the year. Yeah, the same seven teams, aren't they, for AJ? And to, look, if you're honest, and I have been thinking about this week. There's been a lot of smoke from AJ Fury, Hearn, Warren. You know, it's everyone's fault, everything like that. But if you're Eddie Hearn and you've got this zone deal with AJ, which was four or five fights, wasn't it, on pay per view, and he lost to AJ on, uh, lost to Fury on the third, that would be three consecutive losses. Five, of, was it four of his last five fights he'd have lost. He's not a money spinner anymore in the heavyweight division. So. He's lost all that commercial money that AJ was bringing in as well. So he never wanted him to fight Fury. Right. And now, and now he's
1: under more pressure to make money for the zones. Shit. They have to. They've got nothing. They're pay-per-view. I was I I, I speak to a, a friend of mine earlier. And do you know what? KSI, the YouTuber, this is no word of a lie, yeah. is probably sitting in the top five of Eddie
0: Hearn's British boxers that sell pay-per-views. Right. And, hey, this is probably, like... and this is probably why he's suing uh, Jake Paul for that slander, because it's the only way he's going to make money this year.
1: Yeah. So let's just, let's just say, let's just think, right. If we're Eddie Hearn, right. And you've got to make two or three potential fights by the end of Christmas. You have got to Christmas and that's the deadline because you've lost subscriptions. Now you lost subscribers. People are going to have to refund for the pay-per-view money. Okay. What do you do? Now I'm going to name one or two fights that I think they can do, and um, well, maybe oh,
0: yeah, let's, no, let's do this at the same time. So we're both going to go AJ. Let's do it on three. Who do you think is the biggest fight for AJ on three? One, two, three. Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce. Yeah, yeah it's Joe that's Jones. the fight yeah. everyone wants to see. Absolutely, and people yep. will pay money
1: I, for that. I think you can do an eighty thousand at Wembley. Although I don't think it's a ninety thousand fight. Joe Joyce has got the biggest following, but for pu- British boxing purists, it's a big British heavyweight title fight. Or and I'm going to say, we'll name another heavyweight. He's a British guy. See if we name him at the same time again. You ready?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to see it. I, I know what you're going to say, and I don't want to see it. Go on. Is it a third fight by any chance? What are we doing Let's do second. it on three. What a second yeah. fight. So one, two, three, Dillian White. Dillian
1: White. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they sell. They sell. They're not the most interesting, but they uh, sell. No,
0: still to be fair, Dillian White versus AJ don't appeal to me. Joyce AJ does, because Joyce is, I think Joyce chins him. I'm not going to lie. He's, un- he he's unbeaten. Joe Joyce yes. is unbeaten with a,
1: yeah. a chin of granite. He didn't even yeah. have a mark against Joseph Parker. And then he yeah. took him in the late rounds. And what do we know about AJ? We know AJ's a strong starter, but we know Anthony Joshua, then back six rounds, mate. He is fucked. And if Joe Joyce continues to walk him down, I'm not saying he would, because AJ could, he's a heavier hitter than anyone Joe Joyce has ever yeah. fought. But what a fight. No, I agree. And make that happen December 17th. If you Anthony it- Joshua, and his
0: corner. You probably think you've got this in the bag against Jones. Yes. But, and DeZone, Eddie Hearn has to make that fight, otherwise DeZone is on its ass. So let's be honest. Yeah. Um,
1: the, the other fight I'm going to throw, it's just an outsider, is that he sort of forgives, he apologizes, sorry, to Chris Eubank and his team. And he gets Eubank the Golovkin middleweight title fight. The only issue you've got is that was September 22nd when Golovkin fought Canelo. And you tend to have a three-month off with another eight weeks training yeah. camp. So you are not looking until January, February, I think it's too late.
0: Yeah. And Golovkin, has, Golovkin's 40 already. So, yep. how many more's he got left in him? No. So, so, Eddie Earn is only, the
1: only thing he can do, which I'm really excited for now, is bring Anthony Joshua back in a fight
0: in December 17th, like I've said, and it's got to be Joe Joyce or Dillian Wem- White. At Wembley, Joe Joyce. I think, I, I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest one because everyone's talking about Joe Joyce right
1: Would, would you take Andy Ruiz free?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, we've seen it, haven't we? We've seen both ends of the scale. I'd, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer watching Joyce Andy Reese than AJ Andy Reese, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, enough about boxing because Connor Ben
1: Eddie, and if you're listening, you're both bitches.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they are I'm sure they're tuning in they, they love hearing about our comments on how they're bitches and Frank Warren's uh, friend, let's just rest easy tonight though no, Frank Warren's having a large glass of red wine laughing his head off anyway <laughs> right should we move on to football weekly segment did Harlan score yeah just a few <laughs> he scored two tonight already as we're recording <laughs> it's like Right. Uh, did you see the stats on Haaland? He's had three hat-tricks in eight Premier League games. The next closest person was Michael Owen with 48 games. Oh. Right. D- d- how many is he going to score? Put a number out there. How many is he going to score
1: Premier League this season? So, share his record, I believe. Right? He's, I'm either going to be too off here or dead accurate. It's even 34, 36. 33,
0: 34, <laughs> something. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, which is the Premier League record. I think, and only because Haaland doesn't stay fit all season, He'll probably get the 24, if not 32 mark. If he stays fit and plays every game, I think he bets. I think he breaks it by one or two. You've got to be realistic. He's not yeah. going to get
0: well, 40 plus. You think 40 well, you plus? think he could do 40. We need to get odds on four. Do you reckon he could break 40? He probably could do it before mm. Christmas if it wasn't a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't
1: know, but it's scary. Do you know what's, what's different to him than anyone else? He doesn't even break sweat. He's not even... Like,
0: We could sit here and talk about Haaland all day every day, did he score? Yes. Yeah, he did. Man City, they've won the league, so let's not even bother talking about that. Okay, let me put you on the spot. If we're going to talk Premier League football, who's your bottom three right now? Forest. Yeah, uh, Forest fan, I have to say, yeah, right now. Uh, Bournemouth will drop off. Yeah, I agree. They've got a new manager bounce. I think they're gone. Who's your third? Last one. (sighs) you know what would be a real weird one, similar to Everton last year?
1: I don't think it'll happen because of the quality, but I'd be interested to see if they ever change managers. Aston Villa have spent a lot of cash on a lot of decent players. But if they got rid of Gerrard, who do they bring in to change the dynamics there? I don't think they will. I might go Southampton. Southampton have rid their luck quite a lot. They do play a nice attacking football. Um, but I think Fulham stay up. Yep. I think Leicester stay up, depending if Newcastle sign James Madison in January, of course. Um, and yeah, it's a tough
0: one to that side. So what are you going for? You know what, West Ham. No way. I reckon? I, I think there is going to be a big shock this year. I think the big shock, um, other than Forest going down, nobody saw that coming with twenty-seven thousand signings. Um, but yeah, I think maybe West Ham. But we'll keep we'll keep that on the agenda. We'll keep bringing, coming back to that one. Um, El Saki goes. Yeah, no, it's, it's serious. Well, stop, 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 You're being yeah. serious? You think West Ham will get relegated? I think they might. I've, I've well, watched I've got, them a few times. They're not. I don't know. Will they Will they pull the trigger on Moyes? If they I'm going to. Um,
1: so you're up there now with Conor Ben and Eddie Ernest in the biggest idiot of the week. Well, no, that's life <laughs> to say. Because you did win. You did bet tips us. You
0: bet, you bet some good wins. Tips and good wins. So. I'll let you off, but yeah, that's a bad <laughs> I'm not out. on worst performance of the week, but we'll come to that later. As long as we don't offend women in Scotland this week, I think we'll be okay. Um, right, Forest are gone. Um, Liverpool-Arsenal this weekend. What's your thoughts on that? That's a big game, if we're honest.
1: Yeah, so Liverpool won five, uh, sorry, four out of the last five games with one draw. Arsenal have failed to score in all of them games. Uh, Liverpool just over two to one. Some he's even having three to one. In the price boost. Oh, I don't. Obviously, Arsenal way better in form. We all know that. Uh, at Liverpool against any team in the Premier League, rather than Man City, at uh, a price slightly higher than two to one, it's value for money. I do not care about form. We're talking about absolute quality and value for money here. I'm back in Liverpool. It's my punt of the week. I'm being dead serious. It's not. I, I don't think it's a guarantee. I'm being but you can't have a team of Liverpool's quality in the Premier League and be more than 2-1. to one. Now, I'm going Liverpool for my punt of the week.
0: It's a big odds. That's a big bet. That's a big bet. Yeah. Wow. Um, anything else, football? Or should we just uh, discuss the uh, man, the mister legend that is the NFL tipster, me? Oh, uh, as a lot of people mentioned today, drawcastle is no longer a bit. <laughs> New. New Newcastle about New Newcastle <laughs> New Newcastle. Yes, boy. Right, NFL. Um, before we start, as promised last week, we said if Romeo Dubs was an anytime touchdown scorer for the Green Bay Packers, we will give you some free OnlyFans t-shirts. Send us the slips through DM, through Twitter, through Instagram, through TikTok, anything like that. Send us a DM of your slip. We will send you a free OnlyFans t-shirt. Before we come to what we promised last week of our halftime shows, um, I just want to quickly run through my tips for the NFL. I've been on absolute fire form, as you'd have seen from Twitter. I think it was five from five last weekend. I think it was a full house. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, so this week I'll just quickly run through them because we've covered the boxing so much. And so the Lions are um, the Detroit Lions are playing this weekend. Their last, let me just run through their last four games, how many points they've scored. They scored 35 against the Eagles, 36 against the Commanders, 24 against the Vikings, and then 45 against the Seahawks. Right. They play the Patriots this week, who conceded 27 and 37 the last two weeks. This is going to be a high scoring game, no doubt, but I'm not backing the points. If you want to back an anytime touchdown scorer, go for TJ Hawkinson. Is the Detroit Lions tight end last week? He had two touchdowns, eight receptions, and 108 yards. He's gonna get a touchdown this weekend. Lump on that. And if you're watching NFL London this week, it's Packers versus Giants, two great teams. Um, so Sha- Shaquan Barkley is the running back for the um, New York Giants. He's literally carrying the team right now. Absolutely unreal. Back in for a rushing touchdown. Those are my two NFL bets. Keep an eye on Twitter because I'm going to be putting some stuff up for Tyler Algeria of the Falcons around carries, draws pickings from the Steelers around receptions and maybe Michael Gallup of the Miami Dolphins as well, receptions. So I will have five tips on Twitter, but they're my the main two. Hopefully I keep the run going because we made a fan. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've booked a trip to Paris on how much we made last weekend. It was a, a great weekend. And I think your NFL tips, obviously, the strike, great. We've had, I think we're pretty much
1: close to 100%. It's been a fantastic record. Can I, can I out one tip? Yeah, go for it. Uh, you obviously mentioned Penny Pickett a lot. I don't know if you're to go into a bit of detail about that for the Steeners. Um, but if you finally got your wish, the guy came on. Did he get two touchdowns? He definitely got a touchdown. All <laughs> so, oh,
0: right, okay. The next. <laughs> Tom. <Got him. laughs> It was the first play. Right. So in NFL, if you throw the ball for an interception, it's called a pick, right? So you give him the ball away, it's called a pick. Our turn, the the, the, the um, quarterback's called Kenny Pickett. So he's a picket. his first play, his first throw as a professional NFL player, throws it for an interception. Could you believe it? But then he went on to score two touchdowns. So, yeah, great introduction. He is good with George Pickens, who I've just spoke about earlier, who's the wide receiver. I think they're going to make a good combination. So I am going to be tipping up a bit of George Pickens in the future, but I'm going to be very selective with the game. So keep an eye out on Twitter. I will be putting up some bets on there. Right. Last week, we promised a showdown which was our uh, top three NFL halftime shows. So your third NFL halftime show is Mr. Fenn. Give us some musical insight. Yeah, I'm going the one, the
1: only, the legends, the pedophile, Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> um, Other orientations are allowed. I mean, he also likes monkeys. Um, So you'll go to 1993. 993. Was it 1993 when he was on the scoreboard, was he? And then appeared in the center of the stage. <laughs>
1: yeah, It, um, it was. In, in, in all seriousness, it was an unreal performance. And I think anyone who wouldn't have MJ in the top three, um, I pray to God you do, because <laughs> it was fantastic. Let alone the fact that he's touched kids. Let's just ignore that for a minute. And an actual musical monkeys. performance, it was fantastic. Yeah. Anthony,
0: and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yours. Um, guess what my number three is. Michael Jackson, night <laughs> <laughs> so, days I mean, just It's I a mean, seeing I mean, when he appears in the scoreboard and then he appears in the stage. It's just incredible. It was so good. So well done. Oh so okay. does this mean does does this mean so we've said Joe Joyce, Dylan White,
1: we've just both agreed on Michael Jackson. Is Anthony Joshua going to fight Michael Jackson? Has <laughs> anyone got this up his sleeve
0: next? with Macaulay Culkin in his corner (laughs) (laughs) don't leave me alone with him again anyway (laughs) right right, your number two
1: Super Bowl Um, yeah so number two and I had to do a bit of history to this to find out why but oh you know I had to watch back watch some highlights back on YouTube to see why it was so good but Bruce Springsteen was absolutely phenomenal and the reason behind it is that they had been calling him to deliver at the Super Bowl for such a long period of time and it was just never happened and when he did arrive, it, the audience just erupted. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, it brings a lot of nostalgia to me. A lot of family and that I used to listen to him, especially when I was younger and stuff. Um, so just watching his um, halftime performance, absolutely fantastic. He's a real winner, American hero. Not much more to say that.
0: And I'm, I'm surprised. I never thought you'd come out with the, the boss man, Bruce Springsteen. That's a big shout. Okay. right. No, My number, number two is um, probably the greatest rock band of all time. Um, my dad saw them alive about two hundred times, um, and one of my favourite bands of all time, The Who, performed in. Is that 20... the Who? No, no, we're not going Who is... there. The... Who? Anyway. Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, obviously Keith Moon died very young because he uh, frequented narcotics a bit too much and drove a few too many Rolls Royces into swimming pool. A true legend. But when they came on, they played all of the classics. Absolute legends. One of the greatest bands of all time. The Who's 2010, check it out. What a what a halftime show, one of the best. Okay, number one, hit me with your number one Super Bowl halftime show. Are you ready for this? I, I pray it's good, because last week you were talking absolute shite. Number one, the week, nah, I'm messing, I'm messing, it's not the weekend. <laughs> number one, number one, Bruno Mars. What? What's number <laughs> one? What? What?
1: Listen, right? No, no, no. Let's be serious. I know. I mean, thinking, you know, what? I, I
0: was trying no. to you to say Shakira or Beyonce or someone like that. Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno <laughs> Mars in a dark oh, blazer. No, now, no. Listen,
1: listen, listen. No. this is you. You're, you're an older generation. I'm a younger generation. Right? Just listen. No, I've got Bruno Mar- no. Bruno Mars. He come out. The introduction was fantastic. It was amazing. Locked out of heaven. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And then he cuts over, like does his little drama, his guitar, cuts over to Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're absolutely unreal. She bought Bruno Mars, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then in 2014, I believe, he does this segment where, you know, he goes through to all the people in the army, navy, everything around, you know, the American troops. And he dedicates a song to them and they all send a message for the loved ones because the work working away. And it just gets everyone on the stage and crying, screaming for more. He absolutely nailed it. It wasn't the best vocal performance, but in terms of entertainment and everything he brought. Do you know what? I'm going to say it. Bruno Mars was lucky he had an NFL football game
0: at his concert. If anyone wants to apply to be a Two Filthy Punts uh, presenter with myself, please contact (laughs) producer Dave at twofilthypunts.com. I'm looking for anyone with a little (laughs) bit of integrity. And made me a few funny stories of the nights out because that is the worst fucking shout I've ever heard. Let's move on to a professional. Let's move on to someone that has an actual taste in music because the best halftime show ever was at SoFi Stadium last year for the Super Bowl. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Fifty Cent—one of the greatest ever performances ever. When new episode dropped, next episode dropped, the place went off. It was one of the greatest halftime shows It will never be beaten. Bruno Mars might be one of the worst performances we're going to move on from this because i'm horrified by what you've brought to the table this week let's move on let's move on i want to know what fend did this week and make sure it's better than bruno mars fended this week which is better than every other week and that was win baby and for all yous
1: that bet and any of you that want your any fence t-shirt we have a lot of viewers obviously in america which is great follow my american chums only fans coming your way but this week, what Fenn did was
0: bet winners. And that's what we do, baby, all day, every day. So, know. <laughs> <new. laughs> it was some weekend, some weekend. Say, hey, Paris, baby, that's what we based for for me. So, join the movement, get involved, and follow on Twitter. We're putting tips up on Twitter all the time as we see them. So, make sure you follow us on there. Right, okay, uh, weekly segment. Big shout-out, worst performance. Um, I think it's my turn to go first, actually. So, I'll do my um big shout-out. Um, did you see... The um, LA Rams game in the NFL, where the um, protester got on the pitch, who was an animal rights <laughs> protester, I think it was, and he went running across the pitch. Now, one of the, one of the defenders for the LA Rams, called Bobby Wagner, floored f- him. Head first, shoulder in, absolutely fucking flawed, this protest he didn't move. So my biggest player of the week is Bobby Wagner taking down an animal rights protest. Obviously, you can protest animal rights, just not join an NFL game in my book. Okay, what's your not, best play of the week? Not against Bobby Wagner beef either.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, you need to make sure you share that on the, uh, the real site. Uh, no, I will. I'll put it up on our
0: socials. Yeah, I'll put it up on your socials. Right, hit me with your best player of the week. <laughs>
1: My best play is going to lead to debate. And, you know, I do focus around football a little bit with my best plays. It's one of my sports that I keep closest to, obviously, when there's other big sporting events I will highlight. But I, 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 it's, it's not even up for debate with this. It is not up for debate. And I cannot believe Gareth Southgate. But James Madison is world class. I'm not saying he's elite. Well, someone tell me, his performance against Forrest Young was outstanding.
0: Well, no, oh, dude, just, 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 just if you'd watched that first half, I reckon I could have put in a decent performance in that midfield. <laughs> <laughs> James Madison,
1: his statistics, is the highest, one of the highest goal-scoring midfielders in the last two seasons since he came come back from injury. You backed it. Did you back him? Back in did you, I backed him. I backed it, you, yeah. 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 We didn't add it onto the tips, but I backed Madison to win. Uh, we showed the D- winnings after. Any, any time uh, to score, up, wasn't it? Hell of a bet. Yeah. 7-2. Yeah. Seven, uh, seven you know, nice group. and easy. Um, and he's got to go for England. Like, be serious. Who? Let's. He's got Greenish, who's okay. Like, Mount is okay. Bowden, world-class elite. One of the best players we've got. But who else in that attacking themselves Because Bellingham's going to be slightly holding, pulling the ball. James Madison's got to go. He's my play of the week. James Madison, fantastic. And he needs to go to
0: the World Cup. Okay. Um, great shout it was against the shite Forest team but anyway um, <laughs> that was a depressing game right okay worst player of the week my worst player of the week is um, obviously Steve Cooper is under pressure for Forest and everyone thought he was going to be leaving he's not going to be leaving now they've sacked the director of football and brought someone else in another signing what's that 3000 or whatever it is now but somebody one of the press leaked that the Forest were going to replace Steve Cooper with the fat Spanish waiter that is Rafa Benitez Rafa Benitez should not be allowed back in Premier League football. He's a dinosaur. So, whoever whoever planted that seed that that was a good idea is my worst player of the week. We don't want the fat Spanish Wanker back in football. Can I make a statement? Yep. Rafa Benitez is too good for Nottingham Forest. Oh,
1: God.
0: (laughs) Oh, you've had a shocker tonight, Fen. Anyway, if anyone wants to apply to be my co-host, it's Dave, the producer. Daveofthefunks.com. And you know Dave, 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 Dave? No, no, no. I'm not having that. Give me your worst player. No, your worst player of the week's got to be you tonight. Come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm going to highlight.
1: the So, the worst player of the week. And, what, and do you know what? The worst player of the week is anyone, anyone, Anyone in this UK that has a zone subscription, right? I'm going back on it. It's riled me up. Connor Ben's a bitch. Eddie owns a bitch. And anyone who has a zone subscription, including me, but not after tonight, your all bitches,
0: we're done. <laughs> hey, hey do, do, you reckon we, do you reckon Connor Ben's going to try and blame his missus at some point and saying he didn't know what it was and it was left out? You know what I mean? Do you reckon he's going out route of trying to throw the missus under the bus? I did like the, I said it earlier, but the IVF title is one of the best <laughs> lines I've ever
1: seen. And I think he was getting ready for it.
0: <laughs> oh God, it's been, it's, I tell you what, I'm glad we delayed the podcast. Today it's, it's quite late at night now. We're, we're recording quite late because we wanted to keep everyone up to date with what happened in this drama that has been Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. Wow. Okay, so two filthy punts, that's us, and we're going to give you some filthy punts. My filthy punt for the week is, guess what, it's NFL. I'm getting a bit boring now, but it's it's boring back in winners, I suppose. So this week, I'm going for the TJ Hawkinson anytime touchdown for the Detroit Lions. Hopefully, the run continues. I'm pretty confident on this one, bearing in mind Lions' prolific offensive line. And, Fenn, are you uh, doing the Liverpool Arsenal bet?
1: I'm putting all my balls in the basket. It's nothing but net. I'm going Liverpool. It's a risky one because this is the probably most underperforming Liverpool side we've seen in a while versus the best Arsenal side in a while. But quality for money, like just over two to one. I've seen some bookies paying three to one for Liverpool. We're going Liverpool. We're going big.
0: That's my bet. Great. And as I say, keep an eye out on Twitter. We're going to be keep posting bets as we see them over the weekend because we record this season earlier in the week. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on all social media platforms. We'll put up some of the clips that we talked about tonight. Fen, this has been a pleasure, even though you're an idiot. Bruno Mars, have a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror and take a look. Have a think about your life choices right now. I think it's my advice as an odd man.
1: Who the hell is the hoop? I, like, I need to go over and Google something because I have no idea who that
0: is. <laughs> that? Uh, look, you're a poor man's Keith Moon. You'll never, you'll never walk a mile in his shoes. I can tell you that. Right, let's wrap this up. We've been the two filthy posts. my boy Alex Fenn, It's been a pleasure as always. I look forward to seeing you next week. Any closing remarks from you?
1: No, but a couple of weekends we've got one of the biggest UFC pay-per-view events of the year so as you know I've got one very good strike great in the UFC so we will be spending a couple of weeks time um, a bit of the podcast focusing on that and some the areas to go through which is really exciting we've not had a big UFC pay you can't in quite a while and the last one I end up winning some some big bets so that's all for me we'll see you soon and
0: thanks, thanks a lot cheers thanks everyone see you next week Bye-bye. bye bye